I'm Jonas Pope IV, NC State beat writer for the Raleigh News and Observer. And on this week's episode of the ACC Now podcast, I'll be joined by NC State quarterback Devin Leary, who talks about his busy offseason, as well as NC State head coach Dave Doran and starting linebacker Isaiah Moore, who will both discuss expectations heading into the 2022 football season for the Wolfpack. All that and more on this week's episode of the ACC Now podcast. We are joined by a special guest here at ACC kickoff, NC State head coach Dave Doran. Wearing a very, very snazzy suit, I must say. You guys can't see it on the radio or on the voices, but trust me when I tell you, he's dressed to the nines. But, Coach, thank you for the time and and joining us today. Good to see you, man. You say you use the term earn where you you want to be. You know, a couple years ago, when a lot of these guys were young, you had the rough season in 2019. You've been climbing, so you've been climbing that mountain, climbing that mountain, and you get to this point now. Uh, is this right on schedule? Is the timeline you expected with those young guys you had years ago uh, to be in this position now in, in, in 2022? Yeah, I think, you know, we've had this happen twice now. We had those two back-to-back nine-win seasons and then lost a lot of NFL players. And it had to start over. We're playing a bunch of freshmen, you know, and, and suffered through that. And now we're reaping the benefits of it. You know, now they're all here in their fourth or fifth or sixth years, you know, playing, and, and some of them have over 2,000 snaps of game experience. So we're poised, and, and it comes down to not just being healthy, but staying healthy if you want to make a run at something like that. And we won nine games uh, with seven defensive starters out for half the season. And, and so, you know, what what could have that looked like? That's what I'd like to see, you yeah. know, is let's get them all on the field. Let's keep them all on the field. Ask the Lord to put a blanket of safety on top of them and, and see where that goes. For you personally, uh, going into year 10, uh, what, how have you changed over, over your tenure of your time at NC State? What's different about you? What have, how have you adjusted to the times, to the game, to, to, to kids, everything? How have you changed from, from year one to now going to year 10? You know, I'm more seasoned, uh, more scarred, more calloused, more patient. I have more experiences to lean on. Um, I understand my problem my environment better too, you know, just being in the South. And it's different, you know, and so learning, you know, ins and outs of all the cultural things that change when you change where you live in the country. Uh, the staff, you know, finding the right staff, the right kind of chemistry for this place. So there's a lot that's changed. No different than anyone that's worked one year in a job versus 10 years in a job. I mean, you're going to get better at what you do if you work hard at it. With, with you know, the, the big talk around college football the last couple of weeks obviously has been realignment and, and what's going to happen with the future of the ACC yeah. in, in, in different schools. Um, you, you've got your program to a point where you're being talked about. You're being getting that respect that you wanted in the ACC. And now people are talking about the ACC might not be here in a couple of years or some years down the road. Is, is, that, is that frustrating to think, hey, we finally got to a point where people are talking about us and now we may have to, like, reestablish our brand all over again? Well, I mean, I understand why people are talking about it, but uh, our grant of rights protects the league until 36. If you can't leave without a $120 million penalty. So I don't really feel like there's a lot of people that can leave our league. You know, we'd probably be more in the business of adding than subtracting with that. So I feel pretty good about the setup. I mean, when you look at the statistics of what our league has done, maybe the last nine national championships, you know, we've had a team in the playoffs, you know, from our conference. So it's a strong conference, great recruiting ground. You know, a lot of players in the NFL, second in the league, or in the country for conference players in the NFL. 
So I feel good about it. You know, I think there's just crazy things happening behind closed doors, and then you get all the guys like it just you know have to sell stories and put out things that are fun to talk about. But in our league, I don't think it's very real. You yeah. know, that you can unless somebody just blows up college football and changes the game that way. So it's not, not something that's keeping you up at night, I was I'm not concerned about it. I'm a lot more concerned about getting first downs and touchdowns. Yeah. Speaking of getting first downs and touchdowns, you bring it back. Devin Leary, who's, who started off uh, the D. Leary Delivers campaign this summer. Um, how have you seen him embrace being in the spotlight, being a leader, and preparing for this year where, you know, so much is on the table, so much is out there for you guys to take. Having that leader, how, how has Devin kind of handled his, his role going into 2022? You know, it's a balancing act for him, and, and uh, he's close to graduating, too, so he's had some academic things he's had to work on, and went and did the Manning Academy, you know, um, he's done a lot of things, and, and it's been fun for him, I think, and he's earned the notoriety, and so we're trying to have fun with the, with the delivery, you know, the deliveries and all that, make it fun, you know, and, and so that we can start August 3rd, kind of, all right, here we go, lock it down, but, um, the leadership aspect comes natural with Devin. You know, he doesn't change regardless of the point of the game or regardless of what's happening in his life. He's very consistent, and I think that's why his teammates like playing with him so much. Yeah. I'm just curious about from year to year, like when you know you have an experienced team come out like you do, and you're excited to get them on the grass on September 3rd, does, does that opener uh, – how can I word this? Do you look forward to this opener a little bit more just to see what you have? As, a, as opposed to some different teams in the past, or each year is the same for you pretty much? No, I mean, every season you're excited to see what you got. You yeah. know, it's it's not like Christmas where you have a pretty good feeling, you know, but you want to see them play football. You know, I mean, there's only so many things you can do in practice. And at some point, you got to cut them loose and find out what the real problems are. And, and you try in practice and in scrimmages and situational football things that you can try to line up. But it's not the same when you're out there in front of a fan base. You know, it's different. So game day is the best test in the world, not just for the players, for the coaches. Okay. Well, Coach, again, thank you for stopping by the table. I know you got a long, yeah, long, long day in front of you. you so I definitely you. appreciate it. All right, buddy. We have NC State quarterback Devin Leary joining us and. He's going to give us a few moments of his time to talk about his offseason, how things been going. So, Devin, I thank you. I know you're a busy guy, so I thank you for giving me some time and, and chatting with the fans this week. How, how you been, man? Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. I've been really good. Offseason has been great. Um, guys are getting to work over here. I'm excited. Is that is that the uh, – again, our listeners can't see this, but is that the Manning Passing Academy hat you have on? Yes, right now? Yes, let's, let's, let's start there. I mean, Peyton and Eli, two of the – all-time greats quarterbacks who've ever played at any level. You got you got some time with those guys. I saw on your Instagram. What what was that experience like of uh, being around not only Peyton and Eli but so many great quarterbacks from across uh, the country? Yeah, I mean the experience was surreal. It was awesome. I mean, being there with the top forty quarterbacks in the country first and foremost was just incredible to be a part of. Uh, being able to meet those guys and you know even just pick all their brains first and foremost, just introducing myself to them too. Uh, was pretty awesome. I built really good relationships with all those dudes. And then as far as Peyton and Eli Manning, I mean, I was like a sponge out there. I was soaking everything up, absorbing everything they were telling me. You know, it was just amazing. They were putting us through different workouts. And every once in a while, you know, you'll throw a pass and you'll hear Peyton Manning or Eli Manning say, good ball, Devin. 
and you kind of just want to turn around and like, is this really happening? And like, you just want to go over and shake their hand. And then they had like a different Q and a session with all the quarterbacks and just me being able to hear their process and, you know, how they carry themselves as professionals and really hall of famers. It was just very, a special moment for me and just very awesome to be a part of. And as well as running that camp for all those kids. You tell, uh, you tell Eli that you were an Eagles fan. You guys had that conversation. No, nah, I, did, I didn't even want to bring that up. <laughs> And that's that's just part of it. Like, so you coming back from California, you having all these these media availabilities. Everyone saw you on TV with Will Packer and Durham, and you know you're you're the you're the face of the program, man. You're 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 the guy. You got the Devin Leary deliver, delivers. How do you balance and handle all that this offseason? I mean, I know you just want to play ball and focus on the team, but have you handled all this other stuff that's come along with being uh, the quarterback of NC State? Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely new. Uh, it's new for me. Uh, you know, obviously. I relay to the guys and, you know, the team knows I stay very level headed, um, stay very humble. And I'm very thankful for my family for raising me that way. Um, and my, my teammates know, regardless of the attention that, you know, whether I'm personally receiving or the team is receiving that every single day, I'm the same guy. And, you know, from my perspective, what I relay to them is, Hey, the only reason why I'm getting this success is because of the team success we had last year. I wouldn't be getting any of this attention if, you know, we didn't win nine games, if we didn't have a chance to win 10 games. And, you know, they understand that I'm coming from a wholehearted spot of saying that to them. But I mean, as far as the attention and the, the media and everything that I'm receiving, you know, I think it's I'm very grateful of it uh, just because, you know, a lot of my film and a lot of the things that I did last year is, you know, starting to open some eyes, which I think is pretty cool. But, you know, at the same time, we keep the main thing, the main thing over here, and that's to win games. And, you know, I'm trying to be here as best as I can for my teammates and be the best teammate. Oh, it's cool what you did one of your uh, – we'll get into D. Leary delivers in a minute, but I'm going to kind of jump into it and jump back, j- jump back out of it. But when you did the D. Leary, D. Leary delivers <laughs> with the office linemen, you, you included those guys. So moving forward, will you include more teammates? And how important is it to bring those guys along with you on this journey? Oh yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that one, the last one that I did, we delivered some snow cones to, uh, two different day camps, uh, kids day camp. And I brought Tim McKay, uh, Bryson Spees and Derek Eason. And, uh, you know, I think a couple of other guys on the team got a little bit of jealous <laughs> that they didn't get invited to. Um, but you know, I, I tell, you know, Annabelle is the one that's really choreographing a lot of this stuff and she kind of just runs it by me for the confirmation. And, you know, every time we do something, I'm asking her, hey, can I bring, you know, the running backs this time? Can I bring some defensive guys? So definitely over the next couple of deliveries, there'll there'll be more and more teammates incorporated on both sides of the ball. And, you know, the guys are loving it for sure. Let's talk talk about it a little bit. D. Leary delivers. Look, a bit of a tongue twister too. How did it come about? Um, Who who kind of brought this to your attention? Was it your idea? And how did this thing come to light? Yeah, I mean, I, I... can't take credit for the D Leary delivers. I'm going to have to give it to Annabelle. She, she was brainstorming on it. Kind of just thinking, you know, how can we present it with kind of incorporating my last name and, you know, her, uh, our media staff, Mike Jones and Mo, uh, they kind of all brainstormed on it for like a good amount of time. And, you know, once they put the website together, once they put all the details together, they presented it to me and they're like, Hey, what do you think about this? And, you know, I thought it was awesome. And next thing I know, there's hats out, there's stickers being made, there's coffee mugs. I'm like, all right, we're full go on this. So 
Deliri delivers. It can be a tongue twister, but I like it. You know, it's funny you mentioned that their, their hat sound. The, the listeners can't see this, but I showed you before we started that I have a, a D. Leary delivers hat. A D. Leary. Yes, God, that is hard to say. D. Leary <laughs> delivers hat that you don't even have. I don't. I this don't. Is, this is exclusive, man. So I got this hand delivered to me. Um, so along, along those lines, the hats and the stickers and all these things are being sent out. People outside the building would say this this looks like the Heisman campaign. I was told that, you know, that's not the word that's being tossed around in, in, in the Murphy Center, but it's okay if the media says that. What, what are your thoughts on people saying, hey, Devin, at the end of the year, might be in a Hasman conversation. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's pretty cool uh, just to, you know, every every high school player grows up wanting to be in that conversation. You know, every high school player, even as a recruit, when you tour schools, you know, you want to know who won the Heisman here. Um, and I, I just being able to hear that name and, you know, having people, you know, incorporate my name into that race is a surreal feeling, but at the same time, this was always one of my childhood dreams. And this is why, no, I don't want to say this is why I play the game because it's not, but at the same time, I know with the skill set that I have and what I can do on the field, that if I can get my name in those type of conversations, you know, I'm working towards fulfilling my dreams, fulfilling what I've always set out to do. And I mean, it's been awesome, but like you said, this was more of a promotional campaign um annabelle you know she put it all together and a lot of people you know within this building were like hey like you're not really being talked about that much but people need to know what you did last year you know some of the things that you did were pretty remarkable and you know me being the type of person that i am i didn't really care um I, i'm still mad that we lost three games last year um but at the same time uh just putting all this together has been really incredible for me you know, snow cones and hats and, and gifts in the offseason are, are one thing, but, you know, people are going to want to see you deliver on the field as well. Do you feel like all this offseason attention and, and things are going to bring some extra pressure to you, on you and the team to perform um, once the season starts? No, I don't I don't think so. I mean, for me personally, I don't, I don't really view any of it as pressure. Um, I think the better I prepare – uh, that's, you know, Coach Thunder says it a lot too. The separation is in the preparation. Um, and that's something that I really embrace. You know, whatever the outside media, the outside talk can be at times, at the same time, it doesn't matter until what is being produced on the field. All this preseason hype, all the, you know, accolades and the acknowledgement that our team is getting, that I'm getting personally, you know, I'm really relaying to the guys. And I understand in my mind that, at the end of the day, none of it matters. All that matters is how we play on Saturday. And, you know, that's been our approach the whole offseason with the amount of attention that we're getting is, you know, so what? Like, what doesn't matter what ranking comes out, doesn't matter where they have guys projected to go next year. At the end of the day, all we can control is right now. And right now is the work that needs to be put in for those Saturdays to come. Well, I want to piggyback on something you said about uh... – some of the names and some of the guys you ask about when you come on tours. I mean, I'm sure when you came on a tour of, of NC State, obviously you can walk around the building and see the NFL guys. You see Mike Lennon and Russell and, and Phillip and some other guys. And now your name, you, you write in the record books behind those guys. Have you talked to some of those guys and had a chance to like pick some of those guys' brains? Uh, I know Mike's around this area. Um, yeah. Phillip's, Phillip's retired now. Jacoby Brissett, I'm not sure how much he's around. But have you talked to some of those guys and had a chance to kind of pick their brains about what it's like to play quarterback at, at NC State. 
Yes, I have. I have. Um, so obviously my first year here, being able to learn behind Ryan Finley was awesome. I mean, being able to see how he approached the game like a professional. I mean, just from his note taking to his film study to, you know, getting extra routes in after practice, being able to see that as a young guy, you know, I was kind of getting a feeling of what it took to become a pro, to take the position as serious as it needs to be. And then obviously I've grown a really great relationship with Mike Glennon as well. Like you said, he's always around the building. Um, and any chance that I get, I pick his brain, um, just asking him about what they're doing at the next level, you know, how he handled certain situations when he was in college. And he's been nothing but great to me, a great mentor, also a great friend. And I thought it was pretty cool, too, when we played at Miami at the time, uh, Jacoby Brissett was in town. And, you know, that was my first time meeting him. I introduced myself to him. And, you know, he was just giving me a little bit of prep talk for the game. I was just kind of picking his brain a little bit of how his college career was. And, I mean, nothing but a pro. Everything, that, the way that he spoke, the way that he carried himself was very professional-like. And Philip Rivers uh, last season spoke to our team through Zoom. And at the end of kind of his call, he had a Q&A with the team. And, you know, I was the first one to ask a question in front of the team and being able to hear his passion and the way how much he really loves football and the way that he carries himself as a former NC State quarterback. You know, being able to take all that from all those great quarterbacks that have played here, you know, set the standard for me of how I need to carry myself, not only as a quarterback, but as a person off, off the field as well. And, you know, they've been nothing but great to me, and I'm very thankful for them. You, know, you said something just now that sparked another question off the field as well. What's it like around Raleigh these days? To be dead and leery around Raleigh. Are you recognized more? Do people stop you more? What's it like when you're walking into a store to get a sandwich? Do people pull you to the side for pictures now or more so than they did in the past? Uh, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. I think people recognize me here and there. Um, but I will say NC State fans are awesome. I mean, they're always, you know, very passionate. They any fan that I meet or anyone that does recognize me, you know, they always mention what game they remember playing, the exact seat that they sit in, whether they're a season ticket holder or not. And, you know, me being a guy from New Jersey, I haven't really fully experienced the NC State feeling until I got down here. Mm -hmm. um, just goes to show how passionate and how much these fans really do love NC State. And for me to be in the position that I'm in, I mean, I'm nothing but, you know, very open arms. I love to talk to NC State fans. You know, anytime a kid or a parent or someone wants to take a picture or kind of just have a conversation or want me to shoot a video for their son or daughter, I'm completely open to it because I understand how much it means to people here. And I think it's awesome. Speaking of video, it's a perfect segue into my last question. Um, I've noticed that you and Linebacker Drake Thomas have have taken on some acting roles here here lately. Uh, yeah, some, some commercials for Bobbit Builders. Uh, I talked to Drake yesterday, and I was like, "Yeah, who's the better actor?" And I, was, and I was like, "What do you think of, of Devin's acting skills?" He's like, "Now Devin's into it. Like Devin really gets into it." <laughs> what, what's it like doing those commercials with Drake and just being on screen in front of the camera, no helmet on, to record yeah. some commercials for for a company? Oh, it's really cool. It's really cool. I I think it's even better that I get to do it with Drake. Just because, you know, we know how we are in the building. We know how we are on the field. And, you know, we've never shot a video or acted before. So it's new to us. But it's kind of funny to see, like, Drake hop into a skit. And I'm like, 
this dude's our starting linebacker and he's doing a construction video. And it's, it's just pretty funny to be able to, you know, hang out with the Bobbit construction workers and everyone at their company were very open arms. And I think the videos have been going pretty good. I can say that I'm getting a little bit more comfortable behind the camera with the acting skills, not really up to par yet, but it's been really cool to be able to do that with Drake. No, you, you delivered the line perfectly when, you, when you're writing the uh, play on the board. They say something like, I don't, I don't know if it was you or Drake, but whoever delivered the line, like, I don't think they got it. Let's start over. You delivered yeah. the line perfectly. So, um, you know, will there be any acting in the future? You know, maybe some cameos or some TV shows or something one day? Yeah, I'm open to everything. If someone wants to shoot some videos, I'll give my best shot. It's funny when I asked Drake that, he was like, no, I don't have the acting book at all. He was like, no, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Okay, all good. So, you know, Devin, again, I know it's been a busy offseason for you, and I, I know the Wolfpack Nation is looking forward to seeing the work you guys have been putting in in the fall. So, as always, I thank you for, for giving me a few minutes of your time, and, and, and good luck to you guys this season. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's always great talking to you. I am joined by a very sharply dressed uh, middle linebacker for NC State, Isaiah Moore. Isaiah, thank you for taking the time. How, how's everything going with your brother? Yeah, doing great, man. Glad to be here. Um, excited for the opportunity to be here, man. So, Isaiah, you know, you guys, you can't duck it. You can't hide it. The target's on your back now, which is actually a change since you've been in NC State. How does that feel? How does it feel to be the hunted in a sense, as opposed to trying to climb that ladder and get that respect. Now guys want, want to take you out. How's that feel? Uh, yeah, you know, the expectations are there. Um, we're definitely we put NC State in a place where it's never been before um, he heading into a season. Uh, we, do, we do acknowledge that. But also, uh, you know, we didn't accomplish our goal last year. And so our, our goal remains um, to win the ACC. Um, that's going to remain our goal. How have you guys handled that this offseason? All, all the talk, all, all the noise, all, all the expectations. Because you guys are an older team, so I'm sure that helps. But as a leader... Uh, how, how do you address that with the rest of the team handling this stuff before you guys even play a game? Yeah, I mean, the biggest thing I've, I've always told them is, hey, man, we, we look great on paper. <laughs> uh, you know, but looking great on paper doesn't win games, man. We still got to go out there and play every snap. Um, we still got to go out there and have a one and one mentality and take on each and every day. Um, you know, we, we have an older group, a, a mature group, and, um, you know, none of us have, have arrived yet. You know, like I said, we, we didn't accomplish our goal last year, um, and we acknowledge that. So that's our fuel going on this year. <laughs> Coming back, the, the run it back hashtag you guys started uh, this off season. Um, I, I think I think it started with you. You might, you might be one of the first guys to say to come back. Uh, how did that kind of snowball and what were the conversations like to get guys to say, "Hey, look, we got something special on paper. If you guys come back, we really can do something." How did how did it kind of go about and start this off season? Yeah, I mean, you know, um, yeah, I was, I was I was the first guy to announce I was coming back. Um, you know, we had some internal conversations about it before. Um, you know, I, I didn't push guys. Um, either way, I told God, I want you to do what's best for you. But at the same time, um, we, we had a goal. We all decided to come to NC State and also deliver a championship. And that goal wasn't met yet. Um, so I guess that really stuck with the guys. And it really stuck with me. And um, we all decided to come back and, and try to do it one last time. With so much experience in the locker room, in the weight room, on, on the field, uh, this is your fifth year? Six. Six? It's your sixth year? Okay, yeah. all right. That's why you registered your freshman yeah. year. Your sixth year. How has this offseason felt different as opposed to those first few years you were here? Oh, uh, it's been really different. Um, this is the first offseason where I've had to rehab through an injury for sure. Okay. You know, so it's, it's been really different in that aspect. Um, but I think um, it's one for the offseason. I feel like every, everyone is on the same page. Everyone is moving in the right direction. Everyone's speaking the same the same language. Mm -hmm. um, and that's you know to go go win, man, and to put it all on the table and, and see where we fall. 
you guys have a uh, I was told not to use the term Hasman campaign around around the football center uh, but you guys have Dan Leary coming back obviously one of the top quarterbacks in the country not just the ACC what have you seen from Devin this offseason and just talk about his growth from we all know when he first got here he had to wait and then in the COVID year he had to wait, wait some more and he got going he broke his leg had a big year last year. Just talk about Devin's overall uh, career at NC State and what you say from this offseason heading into this big year. Yeah, I, I remember when Devin came in, he was a quiet kid from Jersey with a with an incredible arm, man. He, he saw that from day one. And, um, he just progressed into um, the leader he is now. Um, he really has God's attention. He really has the voice of the team um, in every aspect. You know, God really listens to him. God's really, um, you know, flow to him when, when things are going wrong. And uh, that's something he hadn't always had. He's grown into that and grown into being an outstanding leader for us. And um, like you said, he's one of the top quarterbacks in the country. We feel like he's, he's the best in the country. Um, like we have no no worries when he's on the center. He's our guy. I got another question for you. I saw you at a, at a NIO event last year. I mean, last week, sorry. Um, you know, that's something that's new across college football. Yeah. When you were in high school, it wasn't a thing. I mean, it wasn't even a thing your first couple years at State. But now it's something that high school kids have to consider. It's something to think about. Right now, Isaiah Moore, six-year senior, if you can go back and talk to Isaiah Moore, 17-year-old senior in high school, about navigating this and when it comes down to it's something you have to consider now. What would you tell 17-year-old Isaiah when it comes to, like, this is part of college football, yeah. this is part of the process you got to think about? I always tell him just continue to stay the course, man. Continue, continue to work hard and uh, just be steadfast in everything that you're doing. Um, don't settle for this um, immediate gratification that comes with, with NIL um, because there's really no type of longevity to it at, at this um, stage. Um, you know, just this, these quick dollars that have been, have been handed out, don't jump at it. Make sure you jump at an opportunity that's presenting you with the best long-term, not just short-term. So, that, also, when I talked to you and Grant, you guys said, you. I'm putting this out there now, you said you want to be permanent, you want to be weekly guests on the podcast. Absolutely. You're putting that on record. Now. Absolutely. You and Grant Gibson. We want to be weekly podcasts, uh, <laughs> weekly guys on this podcast with Jonas, man. Jonas is our guy, man. We love Jonas, man. So anytime we can sit down with him, we cool with it. So, uh, but I, 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 I want to put this out there for everyone to listen. I, I wasn't doing it as a pub for myself. I just, I just want to put it on record. You, you and Grant want to do is Talk about you guys' rapport, how close you and Grant are as roommates. Yeah. I mean, from the time you guys were freshmen to now. Being captains, yeah. like what's what's it like between you two guys? It's crazy, man. Uh, you know, me and Grant were in the same class. Uh, I remember on the first day of moving, first first time I, I saw Grant post uh, post recruitment, like when we were actually here. Um, him and his dad were ca carrying refrigerators up <laughs> up to uh, up the residence hall. Uh, so we were like, okay, I'm I'm in college now. <laughs> Glad that guy's on my team. But no, nah, man, we we clicked since day one. Um, he's my guy. I love him to death. Uh, he, he's gonna be the best man at my wedding one day. Um, so yeah, that's, that's my brother, man. I love him. You, Peyton, and Drake. Best linebackers in the country? Absolutely. I think if you stack our res resumes up against anybody in the country, I, I, don't, I don't think there's too many groups out there that can compare. Um, I think um, the way, way we play and the way we play off each other and the, the uh, uh, amount of trust that we have in each other in, in this game with Coach Gibby, um, I think we just – I do think we're the best in the country. The uh – I guess the, the the blessing in disguise last year when Peyton goes down, you know, fortunately you go down against Miami, is that other guys had to step up. Jalen stepped up, uh, Benny stepped up. How much deeper are you guys now? I mean, you you Drake and Peyton are the starters, but those backup guys can be starters at another school. For sure. How, how much deeper and better does it make 
the entire defense. Yeah, I mean, I think I just speaks to speaks to our group and um, everything that we do, man. Uh, we attack every day. We always preach every day in our room. Attack every day, like every day, like you're a starter. And I think COVID taught us that. You know, COVID taught us that. Um, you never know what could happen the next day. Somebody could be out. Somebody could be down. And our situation last year, me and Peyton went down. And um, we didn't lose a beat. And that, that was always the goal, man. We, we still tell them every day. I mean, attack the day like you're a starter. Attack the day like you're a starter. And then when your opportunity comes, you be ready for it. Well, the opportunity is coming for NC State on September 3rd. Isaiah, I know you got a long day, man. So I really appreciate you stopping by and speaking with me. Yeah, man, no problem. Appreciate you, Jonas.